What's up, everybody? This is Robert. I am the owner of Dallas Design Sprints. This is the Dallas Design Sprints podcast. Recording this on a Saturday afternoon. Just hanging out, relaxing, and thinking what it would have been like if I would have been able to go to the Design Sprint Conference in San Francisco this year. They had a, this is I think this is their second one, the Google, the Google Design Sprint Conference. Um, and I wanted to go, but, you know, I didn't get the Willy Wonka golden ticket. I just wasn't on the map, so to speak. I've only been really doing my business for four months. There have been people that have been doing a lot longer than I have. So I had to basically go online and find out what it was all about beyond the marketing that I had saw. So I saw a couple of really good summaries. One was from Voltage Control, and I believe that one was summarized by Douglas Ferguson. And that one I thought was probably the most comprehensive in terms of the blow-by-blow that happened there. Uh, anywhere from how they started the the conference with pre-conference workshops, you know, storytelling and sprints, advanced facilitation, and so on, all the way down to the end where he had said he had missed the, the last speaker. But Pretty much that article he wrote summarizes effectively everything that happened. Then you have um, New Haircuts one. I think Jay Malone also did one and linked to the actual folks that spoke. And I went through them all, and they're all fine and well. I mean, there, there were some really, in, it looked like there were really interesting talks about like sprinting with a, with a learning mindset and, uh, you know, methods deep dive and, and pretty much doing everything and, and showcasing everything related to design sprints not only on the method side and applying it, but also from the business standpoint and how different companies have been integrating it and meeting those folks that have been responsible for it. So I don't doubt that it was probably an amazing conference. I just wish I could have gone, but nobody told me I could go. So I have to wait another year and hopefully I'll get that, I'll get that magical kind of whatever they use, like a, a hand that goes through my screen and says, you can come to the conference. Otherwise, I'm going to have to have a lot of people ask me, hey, are you going to San Francisco in a week? Are you going to be out at the conference? You know, it'd be nice to meet you. I might have to go, no, I didn't get, I didn't get an invite. I can't go. So I'm hoping that's not a repeat next year. Here's why I'm kind of doing a quick recap. And I, I have a little bit of a complaint. I'm sure the conference was amazing. It was fantastic. It did everything it was going to do. It even had Jake Knapp there. It had Kay Haley, who's running Design Sprints, the Design Sprint uh, Academy, I believe, inside Google. Um, so it was really fun and dandy. I am a veteran of myself of co-chairing some major conferences. And I know this was a non-conference, but bear with me. So I was heavily involved with the Usability Professionals Association for a course of about five to six years. And this is when I was also on the board of directors. I helped co-chair a couple of conferences. I, I volunteered for literally all of them. I did a couple of talks. Uh, I would do marketing and sales and, and every dimension of, the, of the, the conference. I've also volunteered for things like big design here in Dallas. So I've, I've kind of, I'm really familiar with conferences. After seeing the second one and only seeing two kind of overviews of what happened there, here's where I have some issues and where, where I think that the, the folks that do this conference need to kind of step up their game a little bit. One, if there are only two people giving co- uh, kind of summaries of what happened at this conference, that's really disappointing. I'm sure that if I looked on Instagram and Twitter, and I did, of things that were happening out of uh, Google or SprintCon, as they called it, I get a smattering here and there of people's impressions and the hashtags and everything else. 
But I, whenever I don't see a lot of online artifacts or sharing of what happened, either I think two things. One is that the folks that originally did those talks have, haven't had the time to put them up yet and they're eventually going to. Or two, the talks weren't just that, they weren't that important. I know that sounds cruel and kind of short-sighted, but you know, usually the things that are thought-provoking or really have some traction live outside of the conference. I don't see a lot coming out of it beyond a couple of summary articles. And the summary articles are fantastic. I mean, if I would have been there, I would have been like, oh my God, I've learned so much. But there's nothing. And it sucks. It, it really does. I, I get more from a conference if I know that there's something that I was experiencing that other people can experience because they weren't there. Case in point is the, the article and the presentation I always point to. Actually, it's just a presentation by Paul Adams where it was the end of navel-gazing. And that was a, that was a, a thought-provoking uh, presentation that I got the notes for and the slides, and I, I reached out to Paul direct. That one was really intriguing. So that's my first one. You, you got to do better marketing and promotion post-conference to really make this work. The second, and maybe this is because, I, again, you got to take this with a grain of salt. I didn't go. I don't know exactly what the nuances were, but this is from somebody outside looking in. It feels like the majority of the business-centric conversation about design sprints was either A, compartmentalized with the people that had those conversations at the conference, or B, regulated to the pre-conference workshops about you know advanced facilitation and so on and so forth. I would argue that AJ and Smart is pretty much doing everything it can for the most part to showcase why it's important to start talking about the business of design sprints. It's one thing to be a practitioner and know the craft and be able to do it very, very well and know the nuances of what comes up, but it's a whole different ballgame when it comes to actually being outside of an enterprise organization that's attempting to integrate design sprints and doing it as a full-time service. That's what, for someone like me, was really looking for. Uh, I get plenty of that already now through, again, AJ and Smart, but that's the dimension of the conference that I didn't see that I wanted to see more of because, like the Usability Professional Association, like the User Experience Professionals Association, like every other design conference I've ever seen, especially for niche uh, like disciplines, if it is a bunch of folks that are talking about their own discipline to each other and giving perspective. That's all fine and well, but you get that bubble effect where essentially you don't have enough perspective about what you do and how it integrates with the outside world or even integrates with other departments that are responsible for making a design sprint successful. That's what concerns me is that this is starting that the, the, the conference had some amazing subject matter, but it felt like it was in an echo chamber. And that's a danger, and that's a, that's a concern I have. I, I think it's, if you don't start thinking about design sprints in a holistic manner, the process and the method, and how it affects and, 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 and needs other people involved with it, man, it, it starts to, it's, I, I hear echoes of the past where it's the, the, the practitioners talking to each other, and it's, the, it's like a huge confirmation bias parade. And I really hope it doesn't go down that path. I don't, I'm not saying the conference should be bigger. I don't think it, I don't, I'm not saying that the people that were invited were, were not of value because I thought that, 
I would have loved to, to pick the brain of the person that, would, that was from Home Depot about doing design sprints and talk to them excessively about what it is and really go into my analysis, like user research mode. But I didn't go. And I'm on the outside. And some of the things that I've, I really wanted to see about a progression around the conversation about how the process is going to move forward into 2019, I didn't see it. I saw a lot of affirmation and confirmation from practitioners, facilitators, and people who do it to say like, oh yeah, I, I, now there's more people. I can see them in person. That's all fine and well. How are you advancing the conversation forward with people outside of the design world? That's the thing that I really want to know. I, want, I, I would be engaged with that. I would want to know about that because here's, here's something that drives it. I see a lot of people that are going through um, uh, design sprint facilitation training. Some people are going through certification. Some are going through, like, say, Design Sprint Academy. There's plenty of programs that are popping up that supplement that thing. But it's just like design thinking. Once you do it, it's the, okay, and what now? What do you do with that? Do you fall back on the community that is currently there and try to figure out what to do? Where do you take things? Is it just like, okay, I have a, I, it's what, what's the next step? And I think that's a missing conversation. I think that's a conversation that needs to happen more. You have the skills, you have the abilities, you're gonna try it out internally, you'll get some traction, but I mean, start thinking and talking more about what that next step is. Because if you're just basically concentrating on the method and how it evolves, that's that's great. I, I I'm even uh, thinking about doing something in web for with Webflow in November, hopefully, where we're combining Webflow with design sprints to see if we can do a prototype in, in a week, like a working prototype you can put in a development. But man, you you got to start thinking about the holistic view of design sprints, and it just can't be within a with a, with a bottle. So I hope that that eventually moves forward. And again. I'm more than happy to have somebody come up to me and say, you know what, Robert, you're only seeing one side of the cow. You got to look at every single dimension of it or the camel, or whatever animal you want to talk about. But tell me the one I'm missing. I want to know. I want to understand. I want to get more information, which is what I seem to be lacking. But glad the conference happened. If anyone listening to this is thinking about next year's conference and would like someone from Dallas who really likes design sprints to come by and be an amazing attendee for their conference on Design Sprints in San Francisco, wherever it's going to be, I could recommend someone I'm very close to and you wouldn't regret it. So with that, I'll leave you be. Uh, thank you very much for listening in. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. I don't know if anybody's listening. <laughs> I think sometimes that people listen once and go, oh my God, this, and, and then they go back to like, I don't know, some sort of NPR related podcast or stuff you should know is a good one. Maybe you go to the product breakfast club and you, and you listen to that for, for, and that's much more entertaining than this one, but I don't know. So I'm going to keep on doing them until someone reaches out and says, Hey, you got to do better podcasts. Or I know what the name of that artist is. That's at the beginning of the end, which that contest is still going on. I'm still looking for someone to tell me who is the artist that I feature at the beginning and the end of the podcast, the intro outro music. If you know, send me an email. I'm at Robert Scrobe, Robert.scrobe actually, Robert.scrobe at DallasDesignSprints.com. I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. I'm probably someplace else, but it's not me. Somebody's impersonating me, but find me online. Talk to me. Have a conversation. I want to talk to you. I want to find out who you are. Maybe something good will happen. 
It usually does. But hope this podcast finds you in a good space. Hopefully you'll listen next week. And I will talk to you later on. Okay? Okay.